I be on the SS soldier, man. Loyalty over royalty, I know the vibes. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Building Greatness the Warrior Way, a Westcliff University Athletics podcast. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And I'm Sherm Dog, David Shermet, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University. And once again, we have an incredible show for you today. We've got a few really interesting points in the sports world to make. But before we get to those points, uh, I want to bring up a couple of very interesting things where the fun facts are concerned. You know, the more I do research on the fun facts, Sean, there's some really strange stuff out there. But You're not getting no smarter, though, Sean. No, oh, let's I'm be, not. Let's I, be clear. I'm not saying I necessarily remember And I ain't getting right either, so I'm just saying. We're both <laughs> sitting here stuck on stupid, but it's all good. <laughs> I got stupid. Um, Here's three really interesting points. Uh, In 1999, there was a soccer player named Stefan Schwarz. Now, he played for Sunderland, which is in the English Premier League, I believe, and he earned just under $4 million a year. But there was a special clause that was inserted into his contract that says he could not travel into space. I have no idea why, but actually they said his agent had a seat on one of the first planned commercial flights. Now, you probably know as well as anyone, in in particular uh, Deshaun, because he is an agent, that you can write a contract any way you want and put in whatever you want in that contract as long as both sides agree on it, correct? Correct. Okay, Um, because there are some really odd clauses. When I signed my first professional contract, there was a paragraph of all the things I'm not allowed to do. And one of them was uh, not play me in basketball because <laughs> you've been ducking me since day one. But what else was in your contract? Um, I could not go snowmobiling. I could not go uh, windsurfing. I was not allowed to uh, go uh, jet skiing. You know, all those sports where you could what injure What about yourself. riding a motorcycle? You had that in there as exactly. well? Exactly. Yeah, that, absolutely. Um, there were so many things that you're not allowed to do. And that brings up an interesting point because of Jason Williams. Is it Jason Williams who played for? Yeah, Jay Will. Jay Will, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what derailed his, talking con- about, his contract. You're not his talking career. about white chocolate. You're talking about Jay Will from Duke. Yeah, Jay Will from Duke. Number two pick overall. Played for the Bulls, I believe, and then he wrapped Absolutely. his yeah he wrapped his motorcycle around a telephone pole, and it right. ended, ended his career. Uh, and, Absolutely, yeah, and he was going to be a good one. And that you know the Bulls he was a good one. Yeah, he well, was a good one. well, he could have had a better career, I should say. Absolutely, yeah, and the Bulls could have voided his contract, but they they could have. Yeah, they did the right thing, and now Jay Will we see on TV as a, a commentator with ESPN, a very knowledgeable. Yeah, he went through a dark period man. after that, man. He went through a dark period. Uh, even tried to take his life. You know, this is all in his uh, commentary that he gives his story out about that situation. But he fought back. So glad to see him yeah. doing well. Yep. You know, there's plenty of there's great stories out there of of former athletes who were at the bottom, at rock bottom, and then they picked themselves up and they uh, they they're heading headed in the right direction and have a, a second chance at a career, which is really right. great. Yeah. Now, so you trying to figure out why this dude don't want to go to space? Well, you got a fear of space. Or yeah, what? I can I can guarantee you, Sean. I, I don't think I'm going to be going into space anytime soon. Um, well, you know, if Elon Musk make it to Mars, I think I might hit you right. You know so. what? That might be interesting. Yeah, might have to might have to invest in that. I mean, as long as the wife and kids can come, and then you know, you can make me some money. Might get expensive know. getting there, but yeah, it could happen in our life. 
time. Um, hey, I said hitch a ride, Sherman. Oh, you're said oh, I was I paying. Okay. I was talking about stowaway, <laughs> jump on the train All right. kind of thing. I didn't say I was paying for that. Man, I'd love to see how I you said do that. hitch a ride, man. <laughs> Can hitch and hey, take the family know, with you. Me, hey, it's kind of like me and Must man. We go way back. Bro. Like like jumping on the train as it's going through those some of those hey, Midwest. We got hops. Just... You know that we all athletic. <laughs> we I, can make it happen. I'd like to see that since you won't even play <laughs> me in basketball. But okay. Hey, it's coming soon. Your butt whipping is coming soon. I can't wait to serve you, baby. Well, bring it on. You know we talk about this all the time. We trash talk like crazy. It just isn't happening. And we have a bas- uh, you're we trash got basketball talk, courts everywhere. So. All right. I even have okay. a ball. I even have a basketball. I'll bring the ball. Oh, you own the basketball. I do. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, in the closet. It is. That's true. That's where Probably I am. haven't been out I'm for si- two years. Well, you know, years, the honor, right? as you know, the basketball hoops around this city have been taken down. That's the reason why I keep telling you you're misleading the public. Oh, I, see. I just needed it to come out of your mouth. <laughs> Okay, it's no way we can get it going on right now in the pandemic. Well, we're supposed to be in the house, man. There, yeah, but there are now we can go get now. Listen here, listen here. We can get the production crew at Westcliff. We can get the nurse going on. Okay, we can just put it on the. You know, I know you don't know nothing about this, but you put the Nerf ball, you know, Nerf hoops on the doorstop, and Uh. I dunk on you all day long. Well, you know, you know I, I might be giving away a little bit of um, a little size down low in the post. Oh, but, you're giving away a lot of size, I, especially I, hey, especially I packed it on a little bit during this pandemic. So you're done, okay? <laughs> you ain't got the weight. I'm I'm gonna just maul over you. Yeah, well, for sure. If I get the ball first, you're not getting it because I'm just hey. I'll either hit my outside shot or dribble hey, right like past Waka you. Like Waka Flocka said, in. man, I go hard in the paint. All right, well, maybe I'm not going in the paint then. <laughs> hey, it's only paint on Nerf football. It's only way, I mean, basketball. That's, that's the only true. way you get it done. It is roughhouse inside when it you're is, playing Nerf, it, man. Nerf ball. That's cool. <laughs> All right, hey, a couple more things. And this is, I don't even know if this is a sport, but if we can do this, I want to do this at Westcliff. From 1999 to 2010, there was actually a world sauna championships there hold was, on there was world sauna championships? A, a sauna championships tournament originated um from sauna sitting competitions uh in finland believe it or oh, not yeah so you see who can sit in a sauna the longest yes and i don't know before if they're passing out exactly, <laughs> pretty much and i don't know if there's any special uniform required or maybe only hey. a towel now the other question if we could pull this off do you have to have a men's team and a, and a women's team or is Whoa. it or is it yeah or is it uh, a mixed team? I'm not sure. Hey, I, I don't think it's a mixed team, sure, okay. with the sauna action. But here's the deal. Yeah, get, we need a sauna special, team. Is the elite team infrared? You know, so if you got an infrared sauna, you get a little bit of elite status or what? How yeah. does this work? You know what? Oh, and I, I've got to say before we, we go on is that I will volunteer to be the coach of the sauna team. <laughs> I bet so you would. I could start recruiting for that right now. Man, Man you got Kids would be passing out everywhere. Man. Yeah, and and I'll tell you why. A guy named Ari Petrov stayed in the sauna for five hours and ten minutes to become the That's first ridiculous. national why would you champion. Even want to do that? I don't understand. Well, that. it depends on what the winner gets. It depends on the prize. Okay, so what's what was the prize? I sir? don't know. It does. I don't have that information. Sure, see, this is what I'm talking about, man. This low quality information you keep giving me. Yeah, I know. You get me all worked up. I get all excited about what you're talking about, and then we don't even know what the final deal is man yeah, i know well they had to discontinue it because too I many mean, people were passing five, out 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh my god! They had they had one hey. they had one death and a bunch of people passing out, so they had to they had to discontinue it Hold in two thousand ten. One dude was so tough. Yeah. He he just died. Everybody, no, said, I'm not tapping, no. Baby. The competitors died. He survived, and so everybody else was dead, and or they passed out. It's oh man, but that's they crazy. they actually had contestants from over twenty countries while this was going man. on. It was an international hey, listen, thing. You can find stupid anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, okay? Hey, you know, and then I, I bet you that's a great pickup line. Hey, you know I'm the champion of Sonic? Yeah. I'm the, Five hours in that joint, I, dog. I can't wait to put that on my business card. Head coach oh Sonic. team. <laughs> oh, man. Do you at least get one at the home? Do you get a discount or what, man? And you know, What's the training look like? Yeah, you know? I was going to say, and where do we train for that? Can yeah. we, we're going to have to put saunas on the campus somewhere hey, so we can train. You know, we're going to take over the local L.A. fitness. I like now, that. And we're going to just bum rush the sauna. That's awesome. Only, players only, baby. That's awesome. What a players great idea. Only. We need an all-sauna all team. Hey, one more, and then we're going to get into some of our points to our discussion points today. Um, the Tour de France, which is the ultimate bicycle race, has a right. bunch a bunch of unwritten rules, uh, and some of them are pretty cool. If a tour... Hey, was yeah. one of them don't take steroids? I mean, a lot of bunch uh, of yeah. rules. You know about. what? They were not, oh, that was a low shot. My bad. No, no, no. You know what? They weren't, just to clarify, they weren't taking steroids. They were taking EPO, which is a blood booster. Oh, okay. To give them more stamina, yeah. To give them more stamina. Okay. Now, where, it, where you where you get that from? Uh, that's that is all. You know what? If you watch the Lance Armstrong story on ESPN, that thirty right. for thirty, that was unbelievable. It was more. They interviewed tons of people, and it was comprehensive. And that every, sound real sophisticated. Yeah, you know, like you got to get that from a scientist or something. No, no, it's it's. Uh, you know, I I try to follow all sports. I literally try to follow as much as I can. I mean, I could talk to you a little bit about F1, about rugby, you know, about cricket. I had to learn all these things when I was traveling internationally because people want to talk about them. So I learned a little bit about all that stuff. And the Tour de France, as an example, if the tour passes through a town where, mm -hmm. one, of, where one of the riders grew up, then everyone slows down to let that rider take the lead momentarily through, wow. the, through the town, which is kind of cool. That, but, that is, I mean... yeah. That I mean, I never knew that, you know, but mm. and so and you must really suck, you know, so you hope that you're in the lead or you hope that you well, so what if you, you do, what's the strategy there? I, I don't know how how can you use that as a competitive advantage? Well, then you term? once you're finished riding through the town, you go back to your place in. the, oh, in the damn. Yeah, you don't no, get to well, you don't get to keep the lead. On, but if the leader who has the yellow jersey, um, has to take a bathroom break, then everyone either slows down or stops while that person does that so that they can get back into the race and it can be restarted. Yeah, you know what? Hey, cycling is no joke. So I know I'm teasing it, but I can never do that. Those guys are, are built tough. Uh, you know, yeah. and ladies are built tough to do it. I mean, it's real. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's real. Absolutely. Now, you know something? The, the Tour de France is a men's bike race. Right. Right. Um, and this is kind of going to lead me into one of our talking points today. Um, you're, okay. you're probably familiar with just a couple of weeks ago for uh, the Vandals of Vanderbilt. I think they're, are they mm -hmm. the, no, they're not Vandies. the Vandals. Vandies, uh, right? Vandies. Um, they had a female kicker, Sarah Fuller, who yep. became the first woman, woman to kick in or to play in, I should say, a Division One Power 5. Power 5 yeah. FBS. Yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah, because uh, the Power 5 is the distinction. It not, is not D one, but Power Five, right? You know, conference, right? right. That, yeah, and 
um, you know, she was roundly criticized because people don't understand this, that her <clears> kick <throat> was a pooch kick. So she wasn't trying to kick off into the end zone. It was a designed pooch kick to go, you know, just over the front line of defense. Yeah, she clarified that in her interview. Right, but people didn't understand. Right. That's what they saw, and they think, oh, man, she can't even kick. And so, Well, because that's the, you know, the whole that's the uh, stigma. sexism. Right, that's you know, the that's stigma the sexism. that goes along with that's it. That's the chauvinistic mindset. That's the, hey, girl, shouldn't be on the field right. attitude. Right, now, that was on November 28th, I should mention. Now, going right. back a few years, she wasn't the first, because in 1997, Liv, uh, Liz Heaston became the first woman to play and score in a college football game, kicking two extra points. Uh, and uh, there were, but, but obviously, obviously, I mean, that's a great um, accomplishment, and you know, I commend that. But obviously, it didn't resonate with everyone as much as a power five. Absolutely, Katie. Hina yeah, now Katie Nida. Uh, became the first female athlete. And I remember Katie and all the uh, press that she got uh, was the first female athlete to score in a Division One A bowl game. And she kicked, believe it or not, for University of New Mexico, I believe, or New Mexico State, one or the other. I got mm. it. I got it. But um, it, it's, it's been, gee whiz, 17 years or so uh, right. in between those events, between Sarah Fuller and going back to Katie Hanida. And there's been a few others that have kicked right. for some other um, other schools and, and uh, even some but, professional But I mean, you know, the contents of, of the whole deal was um, they didn't have anyone else that could kick. Yeah, that's you that's know? part so of they, it. You're they absolutely look, they correct. They looked for everybody. And yeah. Then, yeah, there were injuries. You know, contact. Right. right. Then, there were COVID-19. You know, let's, let's talk about it. She was a champion. She just came off of winning the soccer championship. She plays goalie for them as well, right? Yeah. So they just won the soccer championship. Yep. And then, you know, she was about to go home on break. And then her her coach got a call and then asked her, did she want to kick because they was in need? And, mm -hmm. and she went in there, tra uh, actually did a full week of practice and went and kicked that thing. Right, right. I do have to yeah. clarify one thing. They are the Commodores. Vanderbilt's the Commodores. Yeah. The Vandals, right. I believe, is the University of Idaho. I, I apologize. But here, here's my question. You know, in 2003, um, one of the greatest female golfers of all time, Annika Sorenstam, played right. in a men's tournament. And right. and here's the point I want to make, and, and I, I want to get your point of view on this, because, okay. you know, we've had women play sports in the male arena, like... We just had Katie so Fuller and define and, define the male arena. Um, playing against men in a men's specific tournament or in a men's specific okay. game. So you're saying that it was designed for men to compete, and we allow the woman to compete against men. Is it, that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much, pretty okay. much. Now, because you know the argument has been made when Annika, as an example, played in the men's tournament, uh, the men, some of the men's golfers came up and said, "Well, wait a minute, there is a women's PGA tour for the right. women, and there's a men's tour for the men. Same in in basketball. You know, there's an NBA and a WNBA, um, mm -hmm. and there's in tennis. Same. You know, there's a men's side and a woman's side. So let me ask you this, because we are championing." Uh, women's causes. You know, we try yeah. to lift up women. You're yeah. very vocal about that. We we do the best we can at Westcliff. A lot of our coaches are female coaches. Um, and as you look over time here recently, there are plenty of women that are getting into men's coaching. You know, there's some women that coach in the NBA uh, that are uh, coaches in the NFL. So, you know, there's serious strides being made there. But on the playing field, what has... What have we accomplished by having women play in the men's arena? 
because it doesn't happen very often. So when it happens, we obviously we we make uh, a big deal of it well, as we well, should. First and foremost, here's the deal. Yeah, um, I can I can kind of wrap this up for you real real quick. So the first thing is, w- what year did Sorestand come into two thousand? Well, she played in 2003, but I think her yeah, first time she played on the LPGA Tour was 1996. Okay, so at, in 1996, uh, society was not accepting identities, what you identify as, right? So now we have people who don't, you know, it's, it's different gender identifications. Nobody asked Soros then how she identified, right? So obviously... She must felt like she identified differently. So in this group, <clears throat> now that we have, you know, um, what is LBGTQ and plus, yeah, I think, right. if you don't, don't know all the rest of them. But it's a different sensitivity now, this, now today than it was in 1996. So um, she might identify different genderly, you know, by her gender. And then um, she could have been a pronoun. Right. So, you know, they go by pronouns like they. Sure. I understand. She, her. Right. right. So maybe that was the accomplishment. It just wasn't public, you know, so maybe she identified male. In a time where we wasn't accepting binary, is that, you know, non-binary? Right. I I understand. So I didn't. So I don't I don't think so much it has to do with the sport. Is this that she, the men then, couldn't understand why she wouldn't go in the LPGA tour, but maybe she identified differently, and it just wasn't a time where we accepted that. Okay, that's but a, now, okay, but now it would be totally different because she says, "Hey, I don't, you know, um, identify as female." You know, yeah. now what's the difference? I mean, she, I know it's two different T's, right? Sure, and. She went and she did everything that the males did in the PGA Tour. So what happens now if we have a female who doesn't identify female but still, you know, presently is a female, but mm-hmm. she may identify her pronoun may be her and not she. Okay. All right. I understand. You know, so yeah. it might be he. I know it's getting complicated. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And, I, and I'm going to get out these woods because, you know, I'm just – understanding the times right now but maybe that's how she felt then in 96 we wasn't talking this talk then okay right we was it wasn't more accepting as it is now and i'm not saying it's completely accepted right but at least people are hearing it out and understanding that you can be you know you can identify a different gender and maybe that's what story stand was trying to accomplish, and maybe people knew that, but just didn't publicize it, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why she was, you know, joining okay. the PGA and trying to get, and, you know, and I think also, I mean, it did a lot of great things. It allowed, still at the time, you know, we have gender equality, you know, um, inequality, right? So it's still a lot to go, you know, mm-hmm. we need to get through a lot of stuff here when it comes to the gender biases and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And and we already have documented on previous podcasts about, you know, how women in sports are just not marketed, 
right? They're not given the same opportunity because she could have been. I mean, she was the Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, LPGA, uh, but but she didn't get the cachet or the money, right? Well, so probably not. She but... had to get the recognition because because we we already have identified, you know, Sherm that the, the media coverage is not there. So for her to get notoriety, she had to do the impossible, which is BS to me because she should just be able to stay in her lane and get all the notoriety that she needed to. But she had to have a shock factor in 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 '96 which was 24 years ago, right, just to be able to be uh, world-renowned or recognized, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, 24 years ago, we weren't even thinking about women um, the same way. We wasn't understanding, you know, gender identity and, you know, um, all, all the other stuff, you know, that I just explained. So I think the magnitude of it now, looking back, was historic, you know, that was brave, courageous, mm-hmm. you know, so many little things that we're not even talking about. Um, so, yeah, you know, so I think it was more the accomplishment was some barrier-breaking things that now we can talk about. But what did she accomplish, you know, far as, you know, in the male sport? I mean, it, it had nothing to do with the sport. The sport was just a platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think a lot I think a lot was accomplished. But the sport was just a platform. It could have been any sport. Sure. Okay. You know. Yep, I get. It. I understand what you're saying. I just want to clarify one or two things. She actually uh turned professional in 92, but she right. she didn't join the LPGA tour until 94. She has 1994. She has 94 professional wins, 72 on the LPGA tour and and she is a former Wildcat from the University of Arizona. I had to talk about her. And, and that's the, probably the only thing I disagree with <laughs> out of everything she did. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, and A I, lot of great choices until she went there. Okay. Well, I got to point out also, in 2003, she played in the Bank of America Colonial Tournament, being the first woman to play in a PGA Tour event in 58 years at that point. Right. Before that, but, it was But my point is, we keep saying the first woman, the first woman, the first woman. She could identify not as a woman at now. Okay. That's with, true. with the knowledge and understanding that we understand now, you know, based off of gender identity mm-hmm. and and the community, right, um, that she could or could not be. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what she identifies with, but I'm saying it could be a possibility. I would love to ask her, mm-hmm. you know, you know, what's her pronoun or, do, you know, okay. does she identify differently? She may not. I mean, she, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, it could be on so many levels that. It just wasn't spoken about then. Right. That's, I'm just okay. all of this is pure speculation. Yeah, I understand. I she, by no the way, facts. by the way, she's married with two children, and she just turned. 50 does that even her. matter? That doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't. But but the at point, this point, okay. So you know, so what you're we, saying, we understand that it's murky. The, the you couldn't come out and be successful. So we we this wouldn't be. The, I'm not saying this is her situation, but what I'm saying is, we know it's a, a lot of fronts out there. When you're in the public scene, mm-hmm. we know that because things ought to be this way or things ought to be that way. You know, I support people in general. So I don't care what your sexual orientation is, race, color, creed, whatever. Be you. Love who you want to love. Do what you need to do. That's your business. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all fine with that. But I'm just I'm just going back and saying, what if? That's all I'm saying. Sure. What sure. if all these things were 24 years ago, we wasn't ready for all, all of that. Mm-hmm. That would definitely have been... If that was her case, and I'm not saying that's her case, right? But that would definitely would have been, you know, a deal breaker. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. It would have been a deal breaker. Because mm-hmm. okay. it's still a deal breaker now for some people. Right? And some people still have the same, not view that you have, but the view that you're bringing up. Why can't girls just play girl sports and get out the boy sports? Right? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? This. That's still the deal. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's I mean, the that's but, that's the mindset you're saying that some of the golfers had. Why can't you just go to the LPGA? That's what the okay. that's what the golfers were saying at the time. Yeah, yeah, and they still say that, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it hasn't happened. I mean, uh, Michelle Wee competes against the men, but she it has nothing to do with that. It's a gentleman's game, isn't it? Uh, that's, you that's, told me. Yeah. You told yeah, me. Yeah, gentlemen only. Ladies the acronym, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. So that's the mentality. That's the mentality. It hasn't changed. I didn't even know the damn acronym till you told me, but obviously they know mm-hmm. because they're trying to keep it separate. Yeah, yeah. But so you tell the people one more time what the acronym stands for. Gentlemen only, ladies Golf. forbidden. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Okay. So that was a that that for them was like they knew that. You don't make it to that level in the sport and not know the acronym. I can confidently say that oh i'm sure i'm sure and and, right. and in that tournament she finished ahead of 11 male golfers right what i say about them <laughs> yeah well the interesting you know, thing it, is but see here's the deal it has nothing to do with oh you let a girl beat you because we we grew up with that stinking thinking yeah right? we did we absolutely right? did we, yeah. we was programmed with that right mm-hmm. we didn't tell ourselves that but that's what it was right and um you know this all that tells me is she had more game than 11 11 guys out there you know because you know, at the end of the day, I mean, golf is one of those sports. is you versus you for real in the course. So, I mean, she she smoked them, right? Mm-hmm. But but it comes down to all of these negative thinking, you know, that has put a lot of, you know, women and young girls in a in a bind in the closet where they couldn't do too many things, and you know, and that's a whole nother segment, and we really will have to put on our thinking caps and, and not just talk from the heart about that because we'll be missing some um, poignant things about, you know, that plight. But, man, just think, you know, what if somebody told you you couldn't do half the things you wanted to do in your heart and mm. in your mind? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. But that would be crazy. Yeah. So, and, and that's what's happening to women all around the world, young women all around the world. They don't even get an opportunity to even, um, you know, do some of these things that they want to do. Okay, you know? so, okay, all right. So let, let but not at Westcliff, though. Let's make that distinction. Yeah, of course. Of you can course. be anything you want to be here. Yeah. We support you. By the way, Annika sits atop the all-time <clears throat> female golfer earnings list with over $22 million. But Yes, but let's, okay, let's, okay, so that's chump change compared, compared to, to the men. Yeah, of course. Right. So, you know, you know, so that's the whole deal. She She didn't do it just for her. She did it for every other woman, just like in tennis. Okay. It's a disparity in, 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 in opportunity and um, earning uh, income. True. That's true. So, And that's still going on in non-sports professions. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's proven that <clears throat> women make 70 cents, 77 cents on the dollar compared to a man in, in, cor- hey, in that, corporate Hey, that's America. a white woman. That's a white woman. Uh, so you, Let's not talk so you, about a black woman. Are you woman saying it's or, lower with black or, women? Or, oh, yes. Okay. Come on, shrimp. Sherm, any 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 person of color is not. That's that, that's based off a white woman's salary, hmm. not a not a black woman, mm-hmm. not a not a minority. Okay, you know, not an Asian woman. They they there too, but I think they earn it a little bit more out of all the the minorities. Yeah, but um, you know, we we have to really get into that. 
you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and break it down. But yeah, it's a disparity. It's big time. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me come back to the Sarah Fuller, the kick, yep. the kicker. Okay. It, you know what? I would have liked to have seen her actually kick an extra point or a field goal, but unfortunately, Vanderbilt is not a very good football team. They lost that game forty-five nothing, and they, you know, they're yeah. they're struggling. So, you know, it would have maybe legitimized it for some people if she would have actually gotten to kick a thirty-five or forty-yard field. You know goal. what? Listen here. Screw them people. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you ain't doing it for them. I mean, she made it. She, she, it was historic. I mean, and she, number one. And she's going to kick I, I again just commend for her. I commend her for even taking the challenge. She could have said no. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. that shows a lot about her character. Okay. And how she cared about the university and what she was trying to do. Mm hmm. You know, um, her being first was just a byproduct of that. She was all about it. You know, her coach was documented saying that she was like, Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. And <clears throat> how many guys wouldn't do that? Yeah. It took her about okay. 10 seconds to make a decision. She couldn't. She was on couldn't it, wait man. to get so, on there. Yeah. And, and, and I just want to go on record saying, you know, I'm appalled about, you know, how we treat our women in this country. Hmm. All of them. I don't care what your creed and color and religion is and all that. We need to do better. We better. We, we better than this. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it starts with us. It starts with me. It starts with you, Sherman. It starts with everyone. Like. And I don't, you know, I, I raised three boys. You know, I didn't have any girls, but it doesn't matter, mm. right? I still believe that it's a great disparity, and it needs to stop, mm-hmm. and we need to fix it today, right? But it should have been fixed yesterday, mm. or the day before, so or the day before, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, so you know, okay. Shout out to my women out there. Yeah. All right. So let me let me just make this one point. Uh, we were talking about Annika Sorenstam and the way she advanced everything for women's golf. Now, that is more on a professional side because they get yep. they get paid to play. And since then, obviously, the money's gone up over the last quarter century. Uh, a lot of people uh, have made a lot more money. Tiger Woods, obviously, the Tiger Woods effect. Annika Sorenstam on the female, on the women's side. But, you know, where Sarah yeah. Fuller's concerned, that's amateur sports. So what it is. So tell me what she has accomplished by playing in a football game alongside male competitors well here it's, it's i mean what it, what it says is that you know <clears throat> excuse me it's more saying that you you can do anything anything's possible there's a possibility for you to do anything you want to do mm. and that possibility for young women has been marginalized by our society mm-hmm. saying you only can do Certain things, I'm, you know, I'm gonna say some things that I disagree with right now. Yeah, I've been doing but that it too. Was a ment- yeah, it's a mentality, right? Out there was like, if you're a woman, all you can do is be barefoot and pregnant. You heard that before? Oh, I absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that disgusts me. I'm I'm about to throw up right now, mm. saying that. Mm. But that's the mentality that society had put out, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. So it says a lot, mm. right there. Yeah. All right. It shows young women that hey you can do anything you can be anything you don't have to have limitations put on on, on top of you yeah you know you they shouldn't have a barrier to break through it shouldn't be a barrier there from the beginning sure yeah yeah so it says a lot man and and it's more than it's just a sport so I'm, I'm happy fuller went out there and and did what the coaches asked her to do which a lot of people can't follow directions anyway in sports so i know her coach was happy but, you know, he didn't think of the magnitude, which was great, of people would think, oh, she can't kick it, you know. Mm. You know, she, he, he didn't think about it. He was trying to, you know, execute a play, you know. 
And, you know, it's just people there chomping at the bit, waiting for her to fall on her face or waiting for another um, football player to clean her clock, as we say. Right. You know, they was waiting for that. You know that. Yeah. It's the same people was waiting for that. But um, I had a chance to see the girl. Um, she looked physically fit. She looked like she could put some damage out there. Yeah. If that's yeah, the, what she needed to yeah, do. Yeah, and I, I would love to see her get the chance to kick a 30- or 40-yard <clears throat> field goal or an extra point or so something. So if she misses, then what, Sherm? What's that? Why, if she misses, then you then No, no, no. I, no that's a not whole the bunch point. Of critic, but what I'm saying is a whole bunch of criticism comes up. My point is why does it have to be some kind of, you know, um, expectations that it has to go out some kind of way? Why can't she just suit up like every other dude? Some people in special teams don't even make a play, you know. Like so, why can't she just suit up like every other person, and and, and that can be the accomplishment as well, you know. Being a team first athlete, and that's what she was when she went out there. She did what the coach asked her to do. She did it for her teammates, hmm. and they rallied behind her. They believed in her. I mean, now I think, you know, the media needs a story. It feels good. I think that story needs to be out there because people need to know, right? That you know you can do those things, but it might got to sensationalize a little bit because of the climate of the country, right? Yeah, we got a lot of firsts going on, mm-hmm. starting with Kamala Harris, right? Mm. <laughs> you know, so I mm. get it, <laughs> so I get it. You know what I'm saying? And and it's just showing that hey, women are effective in every arena. Give them the day, give them the day, let them do it. They need more than a day. This needs to be a, a thought process that needs to be changed out of our male counterparts. Yeah. 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 Needs to be wiped away. Do you think yeah. that we're going to start seeing more women in men's sports? Um, I don't care, to be honest. Hmm. But but it goes both ways, though. You know, um, you know, we know it's a physical disadvantage without altering your DNA between male and female. Of we course. Know that. Of course. You know what I mean? So if they do decide to compete, it, it can't be no restrictions both ways. Right. You just understand what you what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, that's the deal. But what I would like to see is that we at least cover women's sports just as much as we do male sports mm-hmm. to give them that exposure. But we all know right now the revenue's not there. Yeah, that's the true. The revenue doesn't support it, right? Yeah. But but I I do believe, and we see that in the WNBA just as one example, but. I do believe that, you know, we can do a better job of covering their stories and their plights and taking the limitations off of their lives mm-hmm. and allow them to be able to compete at the highest level with, without any restrictions and without all this stinking thinking. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I think it's it's unfair, man. Mm-hmm. You know, when and I, think, I remember when um, Annika registered to play in that tournament, there were a half a dozen male golfers who tried to register for female events. Yeah, and that was just trying and to And that be got silly. shot down. Yeah, well, because they were hoping yeah. for an easy payday. But, of course, right. it got shot down and they weren't allowed. Well, well, some of them was, you know, trying to, you know, say that, you know, if she can do it, why can't we do it, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I get that. But, man, if the, if, the, if the game of life was even, then we wouldn't be talking about this. No, of course not. Everything, but, <laughs> there'd but be nothing we, to but talk know, about. But we know that that's not the case. You know, mm-hmm. and it was some stinking thinking and it was legislature, yeah. you know, yeah. behind it. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, not being able to vote, not, you know, being able to have a voice in this country for, 
you know, a long time and right. not even getting equal pay. Like, it's a lot of disparities going on. And I think what we can do is one day at a time, you know, having these great conversations and um, not worrying about if anyone's going to listen to this podcast or not, you know, but, you know, shedding a light on the situation of, you know, women in sports and giving them their due. You know, and I think you bring up some great points. And, you know, I don't care if we get five stars on a liking and people want to listen to this or not. It needs to be said and it needs to be stopped. Okay. We need equality. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we need gender equality. Yeah, immediately. Mm. It's too, you know, yeah. it's too, it's too many um, disparities out there. Yeah, and, and and we're starting to make strides, but unfortunately, there's there's man, still we quite need a to run. Some things still, you need to run. Yeah, there's still quite Some a short things you need to sprint. It's a marathon, but you can sprint. Nobody said you can't sprint in a marathon. I don't need you to be pacing this this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And my and my women of color, which is a bigger disparity. Okay, and you know, that's the deal. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, and and it's uh, you know, I I see that we're making strides. We're just not doing it fast enough. We're just listen. It's, it's, we need it's, it's a marathon. Incremental. We need to sprint, sure. Hmm. I don't want no damn strides. Okay, you need to sprint. I mean, I need Hussein Bolt, <laughs> Ben Johnson, kind of kind of speed. Well, Ben Johnson, Carl Lewis, the wrong way. Yeah, okay. Hey, you know, hey. I don't care. At this point, we need to take an EPO. <laughs> you know, <laughs> society needs to take one. You know what I'm saying? We need to take some. We need mm. some stamina to fight this fight at this point. You know, I, I don't condone that. But in this case, we need a, we need something. I think that limitless pill, we need something. You know, we need to get there quick, fast, and a hurry. Because society's telling us that's how you get the first vice president. Who's a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Society saying we're tired of this, right? It needs to change, so that that's why that's so historic. And and she was a woman of color on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. So huge strides. But now let's see if that trickles down all the way down, right? Right. To 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 the end user, and we know normally the end user gets shafted, right? So at this point, let's try to make sure the end user is is well taken care of as well. Sure. Sure. Well, yep. you know, you you bring up uh, we, we haven't really ventured too much into the world of politics. It's been about a hundred years since women got the vote in this country. Um, but crazy, you know, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they also that's a century, right? Yeah, they also instituted it originally, but then they rescinded it before they reinstituted it. The first country that gave so women what the, all the right. So what the hell to, that means? Yeah, what the all the hell that that they, means? They said it was okay. Then they said it wasn't. Now then, then they said it was okay, and obviously it's been okay. So since. we call that flaky. Yeah, they reneged. Yeah. They reneged. Right. So here's we, here's what I that's crazy. Here's what I want to find out at the end of uh, the president elect Biden's term, whether it's one term, two term, whatever it works out to be. Hold on, you know how old Biden is? Seventy eight. Right. Mm-hmm. So he do two terms, bro. <laughs> you come on. He could man. be eighty six. I'm not saying it's it. not possible. Yeah. But you know, I, I hope he'll just tap out. Okay. Now, if he does, wh- whatever whatever it works out, if he's one term, enjoy his and life. T- it's too much stress on the top. Yeah, that's a tough job. I mean, you look at yeah. look at presidents who went into office and what they look like when they came out of office. It's 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 <laughs> it, yeah, it's unbelievable. So they came in with hair and now they look yeah. like me and you. With yeah, no they, hair? yeah, they All came right. insane and they left insane. Now, what yeah. I want to know is, is she going to be historic and run for president and be the first? Well, you know, she'll be the second woman to uh run for the presidency that would be right yeah i want to see that happen i want to see 
She could. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sherm, that I would like to see that happen too, but you know, I'm not casting. You know, I'm I'm not even want to even put this in the universe. Yeah, but yeah, I know. I'm getting ahead people, of myself. But some some people think no, 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 no. Not what you're saying, but what I'm about to say mm-hmm. is what I'm referring to. Some people thinking that. Um, that Biden might not even make it through this term. That's true. He could step aside right. and she could take over. That's true. Right, right. So, but I'm not putting that out there. He looks healthy. We want him to be healthy and we want him to fulfill his term. Right, but right. That's a possibility. Sure, yep. it might happen like that. And that has happened in our history, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A vice president's taking over, right? Right. In the, in the term, you know? Mm-hmm. So that could happen. And let me tell you also what could happen. And we don't want to talk about this, but um, we may see um, Biden on his last day out of office. If he tries to rerun and he loses, right? Mm -hmm. He might step down as president and let her be a president for a day. And that would submit his legacy like crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then she would be president for a day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's never happened before either. Yeah, if he steps aside and she takes over at any point. Right. At any point. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying for a day because, I mean, we're hearing that um, our fearless leader, uh, Trump, is thinking about doing that to pardon himself, right? And allow Pence to be the president to be able to pardon him from right. some of these things that he's running from. Yeah, right? yeah. And I don't got all the information. I ain't trying to get shut down. Right, right. By the FCC and everything right. else. That's okay. not my lane, but I'm just saying it probably, that may happen. So what if Biden did the same thing for Kamala Harris? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then what? Yeah, uh, we could speculate all day. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Hey, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Good. Okay. Hey, I got a couple other things I want to discuss today. Um, You know, recently, just the other day, was the NBA Media Day. And uh, that's a big, obviously a big deal. And they try to, you know, they've really grown the game across the world. Uh, I think Yao Ming had a lot to do with that, uh, where China's concerned. Yao. Yeah. Yeah. Yao. And, um, you know, he, he, uh, his career got cut short by injury, unfortunately, but he became right. obviously an icon across China and, He's and the world. Now. He's yeah. an icon in the world. Everybody knows Yao Ming. And I believe he had game too. Yeah. And so I believe going game. into the Hall of Fame. Um, so his outreach, not just on the court, but off the court was huge. And it obviously helped grow the game. Now, the money has changed, and it always does in sports. The money has changed. The money has Ooh, changed. The money has changed. Ooh, yeah. Now, rich boy. Now they got the hey. They on they on the face of money right mm, now. Some of those max that, deals are forty to fifty million dollars annually, and they'll sign a five-year, two hundred and forty-one million dollar contract. Mm, now mm, that's that ridiculous paper yeah, right there. Yeah. Now mm. Kyrie Irving did not show up to media day. The point guard for the Nets. And right. let's 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 make sure we put this in context. This is the same Kyrie Irving that said the world was flat. I believe so. It yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> a good, I'm just that's saying. a good point you make. A very good point. Mm-hmm. Now he mm-hmm. he issued a statement as to why he didn't go and oh, he wanted he to use the media. Yeah. I'm not going to the media, but I'm gonna issue a statement in the media. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Interesting mm. point you make. So mm. yep. So and he just said, I don't want my words misconstrued when I'm mm. speaking live. So this is my statement and this is my like point me, of view. Like me on this podcast every week. We don't misconstrue your words. 
man, you don't I feel that way. You don't. The world is flat. <laughs> don't tell me, Sherm. I'm issuing a statement. You have never minced your words. You have never minced your words. You are very direct. Mm. Everybody understands that. Now, the NBA fined him twenty five thousand dollars because they what were you're saying is chunk change. Uh, exactly. Right? Now, that's my point. Uh, two points I'm going to make. If you're going to um, penalize someone or punish them. What is well, he's obligated through his contract. Yeah, that's part of the job. Okay, he's supposed to show up for media. Sure, days. he did. Sure, so he got punished. Not everybody make Kyrie Irving money. No, if, even though the league is starting to be good, you're talking about max contracts. Sure, you know, let's put that in perspective. Yeah, he makes. A, he it's, makes. It's only a couple people up there. It's not a lot of percentage wise people in the NBA getting max deals. That's right? true. It's some that's people true. with the veteran minimum, mm-hmm. which is increased significantly yeah that 25 grand would be nothing to sneeze it, at you know what i mean right right if i'm on a if i'm on a two-way deal shit i ain't trying to pay twenty-five thousand because i might be only at fifty thousand mm-hmm. for the two-way deal with per diem and everything else you know when i play you know the, the other you know 40 games with my my teammates which won't happen this year right you know right. so 25 grand is 25 grand sure. it is but in his world that's not a lot of money that's not the commissioner's problem, right? But here's my he here's my money. yeah. But here's my question, and we're going to get to mm-hmm. about about the the fine here in a second. If you're going to punish someone, why wouldn't you do something significant? Or is it part of the CBA that they're not allowed to? Well, CBA controls that for sure. Controls some of it. Yeah. But I mean, that fine has to be on the books already. You know, it's not like hey, I'm making it up every time somebody happened. Somebody happened to do something. I'm taking that 25 grand up to 50 grand to whatever. I think the only thing now that's been implemented differently that was outside of the CBA that's probably getting amended in the CBA is the things that's COVID related, correct? Okay, right. Because they got COVID related fines now. Absolutely. Yeah, so okay. that might be something a little bit different. But I mean, 25 grand is 25 grand, Sherm. I know. The I... man earned some max contracts, so he got loot. Is that, that is that is but he's still getting the the point is that he is being um held accountable for his actions that's the point okay. not the money okay well it's less than one percent of his annual salary and so yeah, well that, i mean now there you go i mean come on i'm teaching in this game baby stop counting people money <laughs> okay i know okay? but, but uh, marshawn lint said you are what he said you got to take care of your chicken i'm only here so i won't so the get man fine. took care of his, right okay the man took care of his chicken absolutely okay and now you're mad but because it's he got not enough loot to cover the deal the if point, you play monopoly don't you want to be able to play the fine yeah but the point you i'm making have enough in the cash tape okay oh, but on, the man. point i'm making is not that it's his money is that it's it's got zero impact for him it has impact because he had to issue a statement Sherm, so it made the impact. He issued a statement because he didn't want to go. He didn't issue a statement because of the fine. But here's the deal. He got fined, and he's been getting... what, 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 what would we say? Rake through the coals? Yeah, Rake you can say the coals that. In the media, right? Okay. okay. Because he took a shot at them, right? And disrespected the media okay, by not showing up where he's contractually agreed upon. When he signed to get the loot, okay, and the media is upset with him, and he's been the topic of all discussion all week long. So his image is taking a hit way more than his, you know, his wallet. So, I mean, and and we're talking about it. You know, I love to say that we got millions of viewers out there, (laughs) okay, but guess what? We don't want millions of viewers. We want trillions of viewers. So we got 
lofty goals here, but whatever. I'm saying to you, it's made it to us, right? So we're talking about it, right? And national publications and outlets are talking about it. His image is taking a hit, right? Because he's already was considered to be now after the last, after the time that he decided to leave Cleveland in such a way and then kind of like did a 180 on Boston and then, you know, got hurt and people questioned his production and now he's with Brooklyn. He's starting to look like a self, a selfish NBA prima donna. And, and they're going after him like that. Mm-hmm. And especially after what he said with regard to clutch performance in crunch time. It, come on. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying to you, and since he has left the king, the king has got another jewel in his crown. True. In another city. Yeah, and Kyrie does And Kyrie has been insignificant. Mm. He's been on the bottom barrel of everything. And the boy got game. Yeah, he's been injured a little bit, too. Oh, my gosh, but, yeah. he got game. But we're starting to see that a little bit of mental toughness. Something's going on. Like, we, he got to figure that out. Okay? But I love Kyrie's game. I had a chance to see him up and close and how he works out. Yeah. He earns every bit of and it. He's got he's a gym rat, man. He's a but but we ain't talking about that. You know, we're not talking about individualistic things. We're talking about him as a team guy. And that's what's being questioned right now. Yeah. He didn't even think about him not showing up to the media, especially with the magnitude of having a new coach and everything else. You know, how that would affect the team. Mm. And, and, and his teammates got to talk about why he's not there. Again, another selfish act. Mm-hmm. He's not getting the bigger picture when it comes to the team dynamics. Somebody got to talk to Kyrie, man. Yeah, he does have mad. Somebody got to talk to him. He does have mad handle, though. Yeah, he got mad handle. He got mad games. We ain't talking about the individual player. We're talking about him as a teammate. Mm-hmm. Okay, we understand, like, it's a lot of dudes out there that got game. Bag is deep. Harden's one of them. He ain't going to win unless he know how to play team basketball. Jordan understood that. I mean, he's the greatest example. Until he decided that he was going to limit his talent in such a way to allow others to to gain a little bit more, you know, cachet and, and, and reputation on the court and expand their game, they wasn't going to win championships without that. He showed that leadership, how you can minimize your individual value and still collectively win championships. Six of them, okay? Three peaks in between some time of taking off basketball. And everybody can't seem to get that. They can't seem to get it. Kobe showed us as well, okay? He had a crazy rocky relationship. And that's saying it lightly with Shaq. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he had to figure out how to dig deep and, and put Paul Gasol and some of these other Pal, excuse me, Pal Gasol yeah. and all these other dudes, right? Where they need to be to to get you know some more championships. So, and 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 I brought that up, you know, I brought the Mamba up, you know, because I know Kyrie looked up to him, and you know he was kind of mentoring him, you know, a little bit. But somebody needs to grab Kyrie ear, you know what I mean? Somebody needs to grab his ear and, and school the man on mm. some team dynamics and what that looks like. Yeah. But, but you know, um, you'll learn, mm-hmm. you know, he, he'll learn. Yeah, but he should have learned by now. 
Well, maybe these he's, are young he's guys. He's been in the I league a long trying time. To tell you, yeah. How old is he right now? I'll have let me let me see what I can find. Look, out. look that up. By, look that. And by up. the way, Paul Gasol might be rejoining the Lakers again. He he's he's probably going to do that. I mean, I think they picked up his brother, right? Yeah, they did pick up Mark. Yeah, yeah. So he he has a he has a, a lot of reasons late in his career yeah. to be a Laker. Number one is you playing with LeBron, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. okay, and you're back in La La Land. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the, those two factors is enough. And then you're playing for the best organization, right, yeah. in L.A. when he's talking about basketball, well, historically, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Ky- so why wouldn't he come back? Yeah, Kyrie is 28 years of age right now. Okay, okay, so here we go. So he's so his uh, frontal mantle lobe, mm. or his frontal lobe has only been developed for three years of complex thinking. Because we say 25, right? 25 now is when your brain is fully developed for complex thinking. All right? So I'm going to forgive him for all this stuff before 25. Okay. Because he's been in the year, in the league nine years. Exactly. So he's been around. And, he should know at this point. Right. And his brain is, no, he, what I'm saying is the science are saying, Sherm, the science is saying that your frontal lobe for complex thinking is not fully developed until you're 25, Sherm. Mm. So it's a lot of complex thinking that he had to do before 25 because he's been in the league for nine years. So what I'm saying is I'm only charging him for the last three. Hmm. Okay. It's not me, man. Scientists, yeah. man. I'm, I'm all about science, man. Okay. Okay? I'm just saying, yeah, man. I know. The dude had a lot of great decisions to make before his brain was fully developed. Hmm. Sherm, give him a pass, Sherm. <laughs> give him a pass. I'm just saying that he needs help. He needs a mentor. He needs somebody who cares about him and not care about his image and try to be somebody else. And maybe he has that because he's has a great relationship with his dad. So I know that his dad is telling some things and he's trying to figure it out. And it's okay, Kyrie. Figure it out, baby. Mm. Figure it out because we love you. We want to see you healthy on the court. And I love what you do. Mm. Okay, mm. He's great at his craft. I yeah, love him. Yeah, he is. Okay? He hit the game-winning right. shot when Cleveland won yeah. the championship. He's a talented yeah, I'm player. Just, I'm, Right, I'm just saying that he just got to, you know, understand a little bit of the dynamics. And maybe he understands and he just say, I don't care. Yeah. He might just say, I don't care, I'm rich. Yeah. I'm which, rich! Which, I don't care. I'm going to read you a quote that uh, okay. he put out today, as a matter of fact. With reg- oh, today? Yeah, with okay. regard to the fine. He said, All he right. said, quote, this is, this is Kyrie, he said, I pray we utilize the fine money for the marginalized communities in need, especially seeing where our world is presently. He said, right. I am here for peace, love, and greatness. So stop distracting me and my team and appreciate the art. We move different over here. I do not talk to pawns. My attention is worth more. Now, I'm going to tell them pawns are very, very important in chess. They, they yeah, are. they are. They do a lot of sacrifices. They are expendable. That okay? is true. Which he needs to understand to do. Mm. He hasn't did that in a minute, right? Now, okay, here's the deal, all right? I think it's a great point that he would love to see that money go to some other things. Mm-hmm. Okay? And match it, Kyrie. Okay? Match it. Okay? If you want to call them out there, say, hey, wherever you put my money at, I match it to whatever cause that's effective the, to help mm-hmm. with the community. We know this was sarcasm. He was hurt, and the only person that put a distraction on their team was him. Right. And issuing this statement again today only does what? Mm-hmm. It just carries. It's a carryover. Yeah. So it just extends it to another day, and that's the reason why I'm telling you right now. He's been through. Uh, he he's been through a lot of stuff in his life for the last three, four years. Okay. And I know he don't have to say this. Okay. And I know depression has set in somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
I know self-doubt has set in somewhere. This happens with injuries and everything else and second-guessing yourself and feeling like you isolated and on an island and all those things. So I'm just, me personally, I'm just going to throw that away out of frustration. Okay? I'm just going to throw it away. But he does need to get a great mentor. And this is the reason why people say, man, the league, and not just basketball, all of them are too young. Mm-hmm. Because they'll have enough veterans that can hold him down, right, to really say, hey, young man, young fella, this is how it goes down. Yes, you are rich. You can do anything else. You're damn well almost printing your own damn money. You can do whatever you want to do, okay? But don't have this Napoleon complex, man, where you just got to go after everybody's neck and conquer everything. You know, pipe down a little bit, young fella. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You know, you need a publicist. And if your publicist is taking your money, you need to fire him because <laughs> that's not good. Right. Well. Right? Yeah, but. And I get it. But no, but everybody, their own publicist now because we got Twitter and social media exactly, and everything else. Exactly. Right? But something's not registering for him. Right? And because he's not having the success that he normally has on, you know, the court. Mm-hmm. And that's his safe haven. I know that. Okay. We know that. That's why we know he puts too much time in a game that's so beautiful. And and his craft is so beautiful that you know that's his safe haven because nobody can do what he does. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing that for a long time. True. And he, We're talking about leadership, Sherm. We're talking about leadership here. We're talking about team dynamics. We're talking about other things. And that's the reason why you have publicists because guess what? These guys will play for free. That's why you have agents. Like, this is what they do. Get out of this arena. This has not been good for you. You know, this this whole arena of communications, right, of, of, of media relations have not been good for him when he takes it upon himself. He needs to reach out to some people, man. Okay, well. Some people on that team. And, and listen, he's not going to get it from Durant because Durant suffers from the same thing. You got two people on the same team that are superstars, max players, that suffer from the same situation. So, Durant can't even be your mentor. And Nash does not have the cachet right now. He may have the cachet in the media, but some still question Nash's game mm-hmm. and how he got to be a coach this fast with something of a nucleus of this great magnitude of basketball in the Mecca, right, that some people believe to be New York mm-hmm. and Brooklyn, right? How did he even get there? So he can't even step out because he should have been able to say, read. Hey, man, hey, this is how we're going to operate. You know, I'm the new coach here. We're not going to be doing this. We don't need this right now. So, obviously, somebody talked to him and said that we don't need these distractions, but he's pointing blame on the media where he started the distraction by making the decision without taking full account of how it would trickle down. Mm-hmm. It's called the ripple effect, sure. Mm-hmm. And once you become a great leader and start to become a great leader, Say, for instance, for me, and I'm not saying I'm a great leader, but when I make decisions for this athletic department, I got to think about all the ripple effects and the risk reward and and everything else. And everybody's not going to be happy with every decision you make. So we get that and we understand that. But in this point, a lot of what we're hearing about with Kyrie right now, right, is self-inflicted. And that statement was more inflammatory than helping him. 
Mm-hmm. So pop a pest with AC, man. Yeah, he's you know a Zantac. Put it put it in your in your system and relax a little bit. Yeah. He's never had to be a team leader because he always had a guy that was just a bit above him. So when he was in Cleveland, well, you know he had he had LeBron. So LeBron, right? LeBron. Now now that he's in Brooklyn and you know he didn't play a whole lot because he was injured. Um, he's gonna he did he right? And then you know Levette was out playing him when he was injured. Oh my God, that got Karras. Let's be honest, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. And and now and now that and now and now Durant might take that mantle. I mean, yeah, Kyrie's gonna oh he's gonna take the mantle, but but here's the deal: Durant suffers from the same issues, so you really don't have a dude who's been there before that they're respecting. Hmm. You know, this is and Jordan can't do it. Okay, Jordan can't. um, You know, Jordan can't. You know, come out and say something. Not that he would anyway. I don't think. But he's a he's an owner, so he couldn't do it. I know Magic used to do it. You know, talk to the young fellas, right? According to him, right, and reach out to everything. And that's one of the reasons why he said he wanted to stop being a GM, amongst other things. But his reputation in the league probably took a little hit. The way that he bounced on LA. Yeah, he you know he stepped out. So yeah. I yeah. So I don't know how many. Um, because uh, you know, you know, I don't know how many veterans out there or legends of the game that that's connected. So I, I'm not for sure. Hmm. You know, I'm not for sure. But I just know um, that we should be talking about Kyrie for his game and not for what what he's saying in the media. Right. So I just I just hope he figured that out. And I say that out of true love and admiration. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I don't know the man at all. Right. You know, right. Um, but uh, but I, I do enjoy what he does and what he invests in in the game of basketball. All right. For sure. The last point I want to make before we sign off is he mentioned that he hopes that his fine money goes to a worthy cause. So right. what I decided to do is look up in the four major sports where all the fine money goes. We'll talk about the NBA here in just a second. Um, the money from fined NFL players goes to four different charities, the Lombardi Cancer Research Center, the Brian Piccolo Cancer Fund, the ALS Neuromuscular Research Foundation, and the Players Association Assistance Trust Fund. So uh, all worthy causes. In Major League Baseball, and I think this is really interesting, um, the money, which is shared among the league's 30 teams, in some cases goes to a charity of the player's choice, but mostly goes back to the teams, which I think is interesting because those teams are then going to take the money and pay salaries with it. So if a player gets fined, he gets the money back in his salary eventually, the way the Major League Baseball um, Central Fund is set up. So it, it's kind of... So you, you, you like that? I mean, because that's like... That's just for show. Then. Yeah. It, That's a show pony. Baseball player fines and suspensions are considered minimal when compared to some of the other leagues. But, I mean, that's like being a show pony. I know. That, that's like that, just for show, just to say that we find you, but yet it comes right back to yeah, you at the end. Yeah. That's, so what the hell are we doing, I don't, baseball? I don't know. Exactly. It's, so what, So don't find yeah, him. I know. I know. So you're trying to take credit on one end. That's then, what, I'm, that's what I said back to him anyway? originally. I mean, what sense. is the point of the punishment if it's not going to be impactful? It's supposed to be for accountability. Sean. Yeah, and maybe it it's just be for the media. Hey, from a compensation. Thing. Look what we're doing. But obviously, for baseball, it's for the media because we're really giving the dude yeah. back his money. So don't find right. him. But but what's the correlation between that and Kyrie's and the NBA? I'll, I'll what, get what, what point I'll get to, to it. One, I'll get to it. 
Uh, in the NHL, the NHL Players Emergency Assistance Fund gets the fines. Now, emergency assistance, right? Fund. And who gets that, and how do you that helps deem worthy of an emergency? That, we don't know. That could be some disparities there. What, what, well, what it constitutes says, an emergency? It says that I can it, just call up and say, "Man, I'm a little short on this 40 ounce. I'm about to buy at the <laughs> local store or whatever." Can I, you know, this Saint Saint Eyes when it was back in the day, I think was like two dollars. You know, I'm a little short. Can I call that emergency <laughs> fund? You know, say, can I get can I get two dollars on my on my 40 ounce? Like what are we talking about? Sir? Well, the money helps financially strap former players. I don't know how what's, they. What's what's the emergency? Emergency. Well, if you got millions of dollars, why are you strapped, dog? Why why are you strapped at this? Not point? everybody's smart enough to save it. See, but that's the point I was trying to make to you earlier, Sherm, is that we can't count these people money, right? We can't count the wallets because we don't know how they misusing or spending the cash. You know, so they could be dead broke. So twenty five grand to Kyrie, even though he's saying it's not much, he could be strapped mm -hmm. right now. Okay, Iverson was strapped, wasn't he? Yeah, he made plenty. Anton Walker, okay. so, uh, Anthony, right. all these Let's guys declared of, bankruptcy yes. after making one hundred and forty million dollars. Scotty, Scotty Pippen, Pippen spent every single on. penny of it. Yeah, so twenty five grand is still twenty five grand. Sure. I know, but see, when you lose that much money or any money, it's usually on you because you you yeah. spend it in the wrong place. Right, and then here you here, have nobody well, to yeah. blame but yourself. At some point, you know, but some of these guys have been exploited through. Um, cricket schemes and you know um, true uh, what's his name um, what's my guy gosh Kevin Garnett yeah you know same. had a big time lawsuit right and a lot of other people was was scammed in the same same deal so it's been some, hey, some bad investments a lot of people so made yeah, been, a lot of people lost money with Bernie Madoff and the pyramid schemes yeah yeah so it's yeah. some of it's been you know bad investments oh too, yeah but, that's that's where a lot of it goes but 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 still Sherm okay so. Right now, it seems a lot convoluted of some of these funds that you've been saying for the fines and where it go to, how it comes right back to the player in some capacity. So, your point is still what about the well? NBA? Well, hang on. Let me let me tell you about the NBA fines. Boy, you taking boy. Slow I'll get mode, there. Man. You're hey, look, so long to get here. The NBA Shit, and the, the Players Association, per the league's collective bargaining. Asleep. Per the league's collective bargaining agreement, equally split the fines, but they do not disclose where the money goes. Well, does it matter? Because when they disclose it with the other organizations you just brought up, it comes right back to the end user. Yeah, but it would be so nice to know if it at least goes to charity. We They never said it was going to charity, Sherm. They said they're fining them, right, for not doing something they contractually agreed upon. Right. They don't have so what they're saying is we're keeping the loot. We don't got to tell you where it's coming from. It could go to Grandmom's slush fund, you know, for some snuff in a ten dollar whiskey. Who knows what it is, Sherp? It don't matter. They're not telling us, and they don't have. To. Yeah, but see, if they're all about image and growing the they game, they didn't say they were about image. They said they were about. Uh, holding you accountable for not doing what you're supposed to do contractually and they say we're going to find you and that's our money and no we're not telling you where we, we're putting our money because it's ours at that point mm. it's none of your business you're mad because they said none your <laughs> none your business that's what they said yep. and now you're upset because now you're talking about image what image? Well, that's what the they NBA. The NBA wants to grow the game and 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 Hold use on. the media. It's not the NBA. Everybody grows the game and use the media. It's called marketing. It's called business. Just why are you? Just got your whole you know shorts in a bind. You know, take that wedgie out your booty, man. What's going on? Why are you so uptight about this? Well, then they need to do the right thing. The they need to do the right thing. They and are put doing the, the right and, thing. Put the, money, put the money in the right They're place and let people know no, where it's on. going. Listen. Fine money don't have to go somewhere. 
Okay, they just told you we're finding you for not doing what you need to do. That's our cash, man. Okay, this is a problem. Okay, you want um, your do not pass go money or all your fine money from Chance and Monopoly. You want it under free parking, bro. That's what you want. That's what you're arguing right now. Can we put this money that's being fined under free parking so if I land on it, I can get it back? And you're mad because they said no. When you give us the cash, we ain't telling you what we I doing. just don't want it to we go in somebody's pocket. We might, listen, why? It's fine money. It's going to somebody's pocket regardless. And as we saw with the two organizations that you talked about, guess what? It's circling back back to the to, to the person who committed the crime. That's even more egregious. So what are you talking about, Sherm? You're mad because they're not telling you that we going out the happy hour on this money? Okay? What's wrong with happy hour? Okay? Drinks on me, baby. They buying the bar up. Who cares what they do with the money? Hey, at this point, it's not the player's money after they break the contract, right? It's called a fine. Dude, now businesses got to tell you where they put every money. They're not public. They're private for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of these, you know, they don't got to tell you that. Why are you so... Got you know you just so just mad. What you mad for, bro? You want some of that cash? Let's if you want some of that. Cash, I'm gonna have to talk to my boss call, about a raise. Evidently, let's call. Let's call. <laughs> let's call Adam Silva. I don't know who your boss is. He's probably ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I think. Oh, you know what? Since we're in a holiday spirit, he's probably Scrooge anyway. He's not giving you any money. Okay? He's not giving you any money. At <laughs> well, this that's point. not holiday spirit. Hey, it's called Scrooge. It's called the Scrooge uh, syndrome here. Let's 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 add that to Westcliff. But what I'm saying is, Sherm, let's go ahead and write Adam Silver and ask him, can we get some of that fine money at Westcliff? Hmm. Okay, couldn't hurt. Hey, it couldn't hurt. Are you willing to write? I'll, are you willing to write that letter? I'll be happy to write that letter. Okay. I think though, I think we should include the oh, basketball oh, coaches. Oh, I think. Okay, listen, listen. Let's include here, the basketball sir. coaches. That kind of makes sense, oh, doesn't you, it? You know, I, I'm not. Why can't we just do it for the benefit of the basketball coach? Fine. That's this what, yeah, absolutely. That you, they don't care about the fine money, Sherm. You care about the fine money. Nobody else is asking the NBA where their fine money. Nobody cares. Mm. But Sherm, Sherm does. Okay, so you sound like a hater, bro. I'm not a hater. I just want the. I mean, even Kyrie Irving said, "I hope it lands in the right place." Kyrie says everything. Kyrie just need to be quiet right mm. now. Okay, and focus on the game of basketball. And um, and um, you know, I'm not telling him to shut up and dribble, but I'm saying the things that are coming out of his mouth has not been helping him, and it's been diminishing what he do best, and that is his crap. Mm. And I'm sure that you know. What he was saying was a little sarcasm in that, sure. You think? When he says, I pray we utilize the fine money for the marginalized I, 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 communities mm, in need? I'm not saying that he, you know, wouldn't want that to happen. But, I mean, that don't sound like a clapback to you. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Back. maybe he's just trying to put a good a good spin on it because he knows he screwed it up. He's still talking, Sherm. Sometimes you get out of a hole. But stop digging. Mm. You got to stop yeah, digging. Yeah, I know. Chop and wood and carry hole water. that he's in, yes, that Start doing the work. he's in is, is not good for him. And I just want somebody to come save him. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Maybe we should save Kyrie. Maybe we should write the letter to Kyrie instead of Adam Silver. Save Kyrie. Please. Save Kyrie. Save we'll Kyrie. start. That's what we'll do. We'll start a Save Kyrie campaign. Yes. Yes. All right. Hey, that's, a, that's some really good points that we had today. And, um, there's still so much to talk about, so much work to be done, not just for women's sports, but obviously um, the marginalized. Yeah, respect our women up in this country. Yep. Respect them Absolutely. globally. Absolutely. Not just in our country, but globally. Yep. 
Put some respect on the women's name out there. All right. We're doing that at Westcliff. We're growing the women's game. Absolutely. Absolutely. All We're right. doing everything. And we, we listen, it's inclusion for all here. Okay. Inclusion for all. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and even Sherm. We don't disagree. <laughs> you know, we even let Sherm. You're going to include you know, me? If we let Sherm nice in, then we you. let everybody <laughs> in. Nice you know? of you. I'm, I'm the, if I'm the one on the bottom, then everybody gets in if I get in. Oh, you're always on the bottom. Right. So everybody, make sure you just step on this forehead <laughs> on the way up. <laughs> I see the bottom of everybody's shoe. Absolutely. Right. That's the only way you love Very it. Very good. Hey, that, you know what? That's a great way to wind down today's podcast. Thanks again for joining hey, me. Hey, listen, this is how the University of Arizona is. <laughs> Everybody steps on them. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody knows my name. It was so long ago at this point. Nobody remembers me. It's all right. Well, they can remember you as Mildcat. <laughs> okay. Although... Hey, uh, both, I should point out, both women's and men's basketball teams at U of A are undefeated. And the University of Arizona women's team is ranked number six in the nation right now. So, If I play Saskatchewan State, I'll be undefeated as well. So, mm, Okay. Uh, even, they just took down Ooh. USC. They, they're un, they're 3-0 and in conference, I might add, as well, the women's team. So, and they, have, they um, might have the player of the year in Ari McDonald. We'll have to talk about that another time. So, Hey, that's a bad boy. I ain't mad at nope, him. She's a bad boy. Yeah, well. But let me tell you, though, I got ties to Jamal Baker, though. Okay. So Jamal Baker, that's my guy. You know, that's out of the IE, um, straight from Menifee, California. Mm-hmm. You know, right oh, down that's the in your backyard. And he, part, yeah. and he was a part of ELA, which was my uh, leadership academy. His dad was the first director of my leadership academy, mm-hmm. ELA. So Jamal Baker, he was a part All of right. it. We'll so keep an eye. That's where my heart we'll is. We'll keep an eye out for that man. Absolutely. He's a bad boy. Just dropped 33 the other night. Man, he's just dropped. And then he made history seven for seven. That that clip, Gilbert Arenas, Steve Kerr and everybody else. So watch out for him. Which both of those uh, recruit this dude. Yeah, both of those guys. University of Arizona, Steve Kerr, Gilbert Arenas. Thanks for the shout out there. Hey, listen, man, I said recruit him, but what I meant to say was he needs to go on the NBA team. (laughs) That's what I was. Yeah, he may skip. I was just so excited. He may be able to skip. And go right to the NBA. We'll keep an eye out for yes, that. All right. League them. League them. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks again for joining me. Keep an eye out. We got great, uh, great content and more podcasts coming up. And as always, I would like to thank my guest host, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And the gentleman who makes us sound good each and every time we do podcasts, that is Brandon Peterson, our sound engineer. Beep, 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 beep. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcast and please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics and we thank you for your support. And keep an eye out for the next podcast. Swagged out, familiar, we bringing them gas out I still got some racks stuffed in the trap house Off the 42, I'm blowing her back out I'm back on my bullshit, spin back with a full clip They say I'm moving ruthless And my shooters, they shooting I won't take her, they ruthless I get the breeze, then it's adios If I'm with your trees, then she give it When I see police, then we gang low That's another piece, that's another zone Ice in the VVs, now she down to get trees